Ignition sequence. Anus. Locked and loaded. Is that, that the anus sound? I got another yep. one. That's oh. got an anus sound. Let's hear it. Oh what? I I, I already I already blasted oh. it. Yeah, sorry. Dude, man. I hate how I hate how Discord will somehow like clip and hide yeah. certain spikes of sound. Yeah, I'm so sorry, man. You know, we it's both okay. had a hey. can pop that we didn't hear over here. <laughs> they show up on the recording. That's what matters. What are you awesome. sucking on over there? Uh, I, some Coors Banquets out of uh, Tall Boy Koozies. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Ben. How about you? I love that. I have an experimental new LaCroix flavor. The uh, LaCroix? Cal- yeah, the calorie-free seltzer. LaCroix. Oh, cool. We we um, we crucified Jesus on a crotch. Yeah, yeah. It's French for her crotch. Nice. And uh, I don't know why. Maybe it's exist. I'm not much of a lacrotch man. I, I mean, I, I'm not against them. I just don't buy them. And so, to me, this is an experimental new flavor. You ever heard of beach plum? No. And if you have, why would it be released now in in February? Beach plum, like like beach B-E-A? plum. So it's like. Not yes. B E E, not the tree. No, plums don't cough of, come off beach beach trees. C- correct, All but right. beach. It, I think it's like a beach bum joke. That's beach not plum? really a, yeah, but it's not like really a joke. But I think that's the pun they're going oh, it's for. A good butt that you see at the joke, or at the at the beach, you see the butt at the joke. The butt of the I joke. Guess, but but then wouldn't you go beach peach because peach is the is the butt. Is the booty emoji? Yeah, but peach trees can't grow in that sandy soil. Well, now we're talking about sandy cheeks. Now we're talking SpongeBob. You've done yeah. it. You've done All right. it. You've led Thank us back God. to SpongeBob. Yeah. Hello, ADD. Where are we now? Absolutely. But yeah, dude, how you been? Been a couple of weeks. I know. I know. We we took a an, a President's Day week off. Yeah, my uh, that, my little sister was, was in us. town. Yeah, my little sister was in town, and I did not plan well around that. So eh, uh, you'll have that. Oh well, yeah, it'll happen. But I mean, the, the, you know, the fans were worried. They were clamoring. They were they were kind of upset that that we were breaking up. And I was like, no, no, uh, we were just having a great President's Day. I think is all yeah. it was. We just really care about the former and current presidents. Yeah, damn right. All, however many there were them, 40-something, I'm sure. Yeah, whoever's listening to this now, uh, you know, we we grew up in the time when Bruce Willis could make jokes about the 42nd president, or Chelsea Clinton being the third, or 43rd president. Yep. Yeah, those those were good times. (laughs) They were good times. Yeah, man. We're coming up on, we've talked about it on here before, but the first you know, American presidential cycle that we can run for. Uh, yep. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, uh, is it? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I plan on winning. So, yeah. I'm excited. I just imagine when the forefathers, you know, were staking out that constitution and they were like, how old do you think somebody should be to be president? It's like 35. You've lived most of your life by that point. You're, you're about you're to die. Yeah. <laughs> You've had grandchildren. Like, <laughs> What else is there left other than becoming president? You've fought in several wars with swords. Yeah, you've kept many critters out of your house. Yeah. Burying the arms that we've given you in the well-regulated militia that somehow you interpret as to everybody gets a gun. Everyone gets a gun. Everyone gets a gun in the well-regulated militia. That makes sense. And 
By everyone, we mean land-owning white men. Damn right. And as a land-owning white man, I have two platforms I'll be running on, and both of them have to do with advertisements. Number one, you are not allowed, when I am when president, you are not allowed to advertise to any food that you cannot get to within half an hour. This means... Wow. This means you cannot advertise food that is regional and not in your region, and it also means you cannot advertise food that is closed. So I don't care if you have a KFC two blocks away. If it's two in the morning, they're not open, and you are not allowed to play a KFC advertisement. We all know about KFC. Chick-fil-A we don't need Sunday, another ad. Sunday advertisements are not allowed. Don't Yeah, we don't need... Exactly. And Sonic was a big proponent of this for a while where there were sonic ads seemed to run nationally and they were not available nationally yes that's another one so that's when they one. finally came to elkton and we were like yes this is this is our our genesis we we have yes. finally begun we've crawled out of the dark ages and into the sonic age that was literally right when we were going off to college right that they that yeah they did that mm-hmm. yeah bullshit fucking but, bullshit uh, I mean, once once I started getting into guns and going to the gun range, it was on the way from my parents' house to the gun range. So that was part of our tradition is, is like, you know, go going to the gun range, then getting high and going to Sonic. Like this. You were with me on one Sonic run up in Massachusetts where I got the worst presented hot dog I've ever seen. And I it was I think I had like a like a razor phone at the time that could have taken a picture. Worst like, presented hot dog I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> definitely means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah, to us it's literal. It's a hot dog. Like yeah. that's what we're yeah. And a hot dog in shambles. Yeah, and I'd ordered some some variation on a hot dog with cheese. I don't you know I don't know what else was on it, but cheese was involved. And I should have taken a picture of this because it was literally as bad as the burger in falling down. And I did not pull a falling down. I did not freak out. I just laughed right. a lot. Yeah. But but let's let's all assume that the the lengthwise on a hot dog, the long way, we'll call that we'll call that down the road. I was given a hot dog where the cheese had been applied across the street down the middle. Right. So instead of roughly how long is a hot dog? Six inches? Five inches? Eight inches? I, you know some hot dogs are bigger than others. Right. Size true. really doesn't matter when it comes to hot dogs. It's it's how you eat it. So instead of about a six inch streak of cheese where basically all of it touches dog, lays upon it like a warm, gooey blanket, it was crossways. So I got about an inch of cheese on the, the sort of the cardboard, like paper sleeve they come in, and then another inch on the bun, and then about an inch on the dog, and then another inch on the other side of the bun. And then another inch coming off of the paper sleeve. And I don't know how they assemble their dogs. I assumed everything was kind of applied by a dude with like a a spoon or a squeeze bottle, depending on the material. But maybe it's like clearly, some sort of assembly line robot and it went through sideways. Yeah, it's clearly I have, a, a Pee Wee Herman, like Herb yeah. Goldberg. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. So uh, I remember getting that and just fucking dying laughing because it was this sad, shriveled little hot dog with sideways cheese on it. it so good. Well, that's why they never let you uh, inside of a Sonic because it, all it is is just like that song really loud. 
It's just one guy trying to keep the machine together. It's like the cheese is coming out sideways on the hot dogs. It's like, hey, it's coming out. All right. They're doing the Laverne and Shirley thing at the other end. They're eating all the hot dogs that are coming out incorrectly, just shoving them into their mouths. <laughs> Good yeah. old Laverne and Shirley. That's all why right, you so come the- here for these references. <laughs> For these timely references. <laughs> so that's rule one. Rule number two, still advertising based. You are not allowed to advertise someone a product that they just bought. That's insane. And it seems to just be how things are done now. For example, nice. you have all of our information. The advertising agencies, the algorithm, they have all of our information. So they can say, hey, this household just bought this item. We know that. We all know that. And they decide, you know what they need ads for? Is that item. That thing. On repeat. That thing that not they even, just bought. Not even competing brands. Yeah. We can't even thing. undercut the price. Yep. We can't even throw a coupon at them. It's just, hey, that transaction that you made, make an identical one. Do it. There's Do it. There's this There's this commercial. That I'm it. actually going to send you a link Do to it. the commercial because it. it's an insane commercial and I need you to be aware of it, but there's no way it's making the normal rounds because what it is... Is it is a, you know, there's like the no ad uh, sunscreen, real bare bones sunscreen. No, I haven't seen advertising for that. Hey, nice. (laughs) So I found the same equivalent of protein powder, right? They like, it came in a bag. It didn't even come in like this traditional plastic tub. Guy guy on the street, protein powder. Like you get off of the highway and there's a guy with a cardboard sign. It's like, do you want protein powder? I got to eat over here. Yeah, and you can mix and match. Add, fl- I get it flavorless. I get flavorless, a custom blend of three different types of dairy-based protein in a sack. They mail me eight-pound bags. It's awesome. But they just got, I don't know if they rebranded or got bought out by somebody, but now they do have ads, and they're nuts. And so it's it's boutique protein in the sense that it is like it's not at stores you have to order it online it's you know it's it's a normal price it's not like it's crazy it's just that like you know it's advertised to to nobody until now and we buy it and that is the only youtube ad we get it is just that one ad for a thing we already buy it makes me they were waiting for you i don't know we've bought it for years and they just started it, having ads, and now that's the only ad we get. And they were like, thank you for your continued support. We know you've been waiting on our advertisements. Here are they are ad nauseum. Ad and the word, nauseum. I love that. Now, that's good. That's probably the title of the episode. <laughs> I think you just named the app for me, so thank okay. you for that. But also what's nuts is that, I don't know, I forgot what I was going to say, but it, it was nuts. You're going to have to trust me on that. I'm not I do ass. trust you. you. You're gonna you're gonna send me the the link to the thing, and I'm gonna oh, watch it. Here's what then, it is: it's one of those horrible 15 second ads. If they're if they're 30 seconds, you can skip them after five. Oh, uh, okay. 15, you can't skip them. You got to watch the whole thing. Or or if you've watched one 15 second one, you can skip the second one. But they always put that one first, or they just yep. double up on you, bastards. So what I've my uh. My way of getting around those is uh, I've stopped watching YouTube. Yeah, that's one way to do it. You, YouTube's become uh, kind of ridiculous, honestly, with it, considering how thing. it used to be. I'm just watching like TV shows on YouTube. I'm not even watching like YouTubers. I'm watching like just normal shit 
but it's on YouTube because we don't have cable and it's shows that aren't on you know, Hulu or whatever. They might be on Peacock or some other. I don't want to have 30 streaming channels, Jimbo. I want to have well, one that I share you're gonna with friends. you going to have to wait. You should. Have you ever seen Planet of the Apes where they go into a deep sleep and come back to Earth like hundreds of years later? You might have to do that if you don't want a bunch of streaming services. You might have to wait for the apocalypse. Bro, we just reinvented cable is all that they did. It was like cable was like getting too expensive. So then you, you yeah, got so, this- we were paying Comcast or Cox or whoever you were getting cable and internet from like way too much money. They kept insisting you have a landline. Instead, you were like, I can only have internet and I'll just watch all my shit like a, like a fucking pirate. And they're like, oh, you want to do pirate stuff? All right, we can do pirate stuff. I got an app for that. And then, and then sure they started enough, having exclusive content, right? Yeah. So if you wanted to watch, you were like, oh, well. Now, if you want to watch Bur- Captain Kirk, you have to pay CBS a bunch of money. It's like, I don't want to pay Burgers CBS a bunch of money. is only on Hulu. So you got to get Hulu and Netflix. And then you got to get Amazon Prime if you want to see their exclusive. You know, and it just goes. But you, but you can do, get Hulu through Amazon Prime. Like, you can still pay jeff bezos as an intermediary at least <laughs> thanks like God. launder using jeff bezos as a hulu money launderer it's insane that guy needs our help you know he does he, he really does he needs, our, he needs our money today my stepdad sent me an article that was about like investing advice from warren buffett he sent it to all of you know me my sister and his to his two sons and uh it's just like bro None of us have any money. What are you talking about investing? Your sister's take on him is about the same as your take, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, but it's like... Like you're only calling him stepdad here because, yeah, you're not naming him because you don't want to name him. Otherwise, it would just be his name. Like, exactly. He's just a guy. He's just he's a guy. He's a, nice, he, look, he's a nice guy. I have no yeah. problems with him at all. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, he's a classic dude of his age. So he's just like, well, here's some investment tips from Warren Buffett. It's like, bro, Warren Did Buffett. Did you use these? Yeah. Warren Buffett bought a farm, like a, a working farm, when he was 14 off of one summer of delivering newspapers. That's the kind of economy he grew up in. Like, that is yes. not... What are you talking? He bought a farm that people lived on already, and it was just like, "Yes, I own this now, and I get some of your profits." And I'm a child, and I earned all this, all this cash from delivering newspapers on a bicycle. Like, I'm not going to listen. That to seems that seems like a bad farmer. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to that guy. That guy's a hundred years old. I mean, he's not quite, but he's almost a hundred years old. Yeah, just I imagine the paper boy buying you out. Right? It's like, I actually, you know, you're a sharecropper on my land now. Yeah. Imagine a child rolling up and being like, you are my bitch. Like, I didn't even know you could own land at 14. Yeah, I'd, I'd bitch slap that 14-year-old. Unless it was I'd a big him. 14-year-old. I'd kill him with farm equipment. Some 14-year-olds that are pretty big. I don't know. He does not look like he was ever big. Otherwise, they'd have called him Warren Buffet. I'm sure he spent a lot of time, like... That boy could eat. Like, yeah, living down those jokes. Yeah. My voice modulator is not working. So just imagine I went high pitch mode. Just that boy could eat. Just put that. (laughs) That boy could eat. There it is. There it is. I got to get a different one. That one sucked. I mean, it was fun, but it was finicky. I don't like Yeah. Do you have any ones that do all the Smurf voices? All all of them? (laughs) Yes. All of the Smurf voices. You heard me, right? (laughs) The, the drastic range from <laughs> yes 
from Smurfette to Papa Smurf to ooh the bad guy Gargamel is not a Smurf. Yeah, his Smurf voices. Oh uh, yeah. Well, but I guess I was trying to think of another Smurf name. Uh, Dopey, oh, you meant the, Sleepy. the Smurfs, capital S T N. I don't You're know. You're talking. I, no, I, I don't know what I was talking about. I would love. I a just watched the Masters of the Universe movie this weekend, so like I'm I'm all discombobulated on the the 80s culture. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, that movie doesn't hold up. Say that. Dolph no. Lundgren is uh is all oily and jacked, but man, Frank Langella for how good it like. The movie is like superhero or uh, Super Mario Brothers level, like the Bob Hoskins one. Like, the, yeah, the, the super great one. It's it's that level of like we got an amazing actor to play the bad guy, and uh, you know, just kind of took took some stylistic liberties with with an eighties cartoon. But uh, we hope you enjoy. Like here's here it is sliced up for the big screen. I haven't seen that one in probably fifteen years. The He-Man movie? The Masters yeah. of the Universe? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen it. Yeah. I, now, should, I know. I, Go ahead. I, I'm just saying, why couldn't they make that into a fucking HBO series and not The Sopranos? Because... So, yeah. I, I, I'm Look, I know I said I was going to stop watching The Sopranos. I didn't. And, you know, we, we didn't do the episode last week, so I had a little extra time on my hands. We got into <laughs> season three. Ah, it's so much worse. I, I mean, I love Joe Pantoliano, but like he always plays a bad guy, and like, guess what? This is the most hateable bad guy he's played. It's like Joey he, Pants. He's, he's, yeah, Joey Pants. But, come on, it's very obvious he's gonna die. Like, he's, there's none he's, better than Joey Pants. But you remember uh, one of my favorite characters from Law and Order, Anthony Profaci? Is like that the, uh, D- Dennis Farina? No, no, no. So like, they had the cops. Like the three cops, they had the lieutenant, Esapas Markerson, and then they had like a junior detective and a senior detective. It was usually Jerry Orbach and Mike Logan or Benjamin Bratt. But then they had a guy in the office who would come by and be like, oh, I ran down that lead for you. And uh, here's the address that that guy lives at. That was Profaci. Profaci was amazing. He was played by John Fiore. Well, he's got oh, a character yeah. in season three of The yeah, Sopranos. Yeah, at this guy. He I dies on guy. the fucking toilet. Like, the only guy who was like, oh, finally, somebody I can actually, like, an actor that I like and a character that I can appreciate, they kill him on the toilet. They kill him or he dies on the toilet? Like, does he He Elvis? dies on the toilet. Like, the, what the, they wrote into the series that he, he dies on the toilet. That sucks. Yeah. And he's, like, a healthy man. And it, it's, it's like an anti-Thanksgiving episode, I guess. Like, he's been eating too much turkey and he complains that it's, like, spackle in his colon. Yeah. Wait. He claims it was the turkey from Thanksgiving that kills you. It's the th- it's a Thanksgiving episode in season three, and everybody's doing all their Thanksgiving stuff, and he's just like, "Oh man, thank God I'm in this meat shop getting all this gabagool because I've been eating all that turkey, and it's like spackle in my colon." I love that he says spackle because I'm guessing <laughs> that wasn't a put on. I'm guessing you know he you says were, spackle. You, yeah, you spackle. were quoting. You, you were probably quoting that very accurately. And that um, actor's such a good actor too. He John is a good actor. But, like, I love, I mean, I feel like the writers of that show had to also be, you know, some friggin' Italians. And so they probably, at least one of them was like, yeah, it's the turkey from from uh, Thanksgiving that sticks to your ribs like spaghetti. We don't and eat big birds here. And it's just like, dude, everything else from Thanksgiving is straight butter if you're making it right. Turkey is the only thing that's like, I mean, if you cover it in other shit, sure, it can be 
but like turkey's just protein. Like it's it's a fairly it's not even that fatty. What also, <laughs> you know, I don't know when when you're eating your turkey, but people people like to pull out weird times for their Thanksgiving, so they're just like, and I I'm guilty of it too. When it's just like, yeah, the turkey's going to be ready at three thirty, and it's like, you know, you can make it ready for dinner if you wanted. Like we got. We got time. We're adults. They play well, three here, football games every Thanksgiving now. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that the turkey should rest for like an hour after it's cooked. So you can rest it up to I think two. So if the turkey's done at three thirty, carve that bitch at five thirty. You're fine. Just sit at the you know tent it, wrap it in some foil, put it on the counter. You'll be fine. Hey, right, don't tell me what to do. Oh, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling <laughs> these people what to do. All right. I would never tell you what to do. Uh. Um, this might have been season two of The Sopranos, but I did like that. Uh, uh, Frank Sinatra Jr. was a bitch in it. Like that was pretty cool. Wait, he's in the show. The real Frank Sinatra Jr. plays Frank Sinatra Jr. And they they have like a high stakes card game that gets a little heated. Like it's run by the mobsters, but they like to have the famous guys. They have like a doctor and uh, Frank Sinatra Jr. show up, and it gets a little heated in there. And then Frank Sinatra Jr. is like. Yeah, I gotta run from this fight like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, I'm no, not kidding. Like Frank Sinatra Jr. did fake run from a fight in a in a TV show, and and real Frank Sinatra did dodge the draft for World War II. But yeah, no, I digress. Yes. He also hid in a hotel in Australia for like a month because he like owed the money or something. I forget Who? the exact detail. Sinatra. Oh, that was back when it was tough to hide in Australia. Well, no, they all knew where he was. They were just like, we're not going to, like, break down the door. We're just like, you can't. Like, he, like, talked a bunch of shit on Australia and pissed everybody off. So then, like, he was afraid to play his shows. And so he, like, owed the venues money. Something oh, like wow. That. And so he just hid because he was afraid of, like, these angry Australian reporters that were outside of his room. And he just hid there for, like, a month. And he tried to get, like, the American consulate to, like escort him to the airport and they were like he's no. bart simpson <laughs> yeah he bart simpson over there absolutely and he was just Come like on. no I'm, I'm not gonna yeah, like, don't like, have like, a they, cow man yeah they, they were like you you did this you talked a bunch of shit about australians in australia and then left and then came back for your next tour and thought they'd forget but they're australia no one goes to australia so when someone does visit and they say some dick shit they remember and get very pissed off like like new zealand and john cleese New Zealand hates John Cleese because one time he went there and he was in a tiny town and I th- he said something to the effect of like, this would be a, a really great place to kill yourself. <laughs> and all of New Zealand. Ah, that's was kind like, of hey, funny, though. Kind of funny. Kind of funny. But right. Knowing what we now know about John Cleese, I imagine the rest of what he said at that set was probably uh, as actually, bad that as what set. Eric Clapton like said. Yeah, he's kind of. He's kind of an Eric Clapton-ish guy. He's just, you know, he's he's like a, uh, a he's like a Tim Allen guy, as far as, you know, everyone's canceling him, and, th- and it's like, no, you're just old and not funny anymore, which is fine. Monty Python's whoa, still whoa, funny, whoa, 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 just whoa. like, you know, yeah. Anyway, New Zealand hates John Cleese, which I think is great. Good for them. You right? know what? Of all the of all the Pythons to hate, yeah, John Cleese, he's a hateable one. That's a rivalry I can get behind. <laughs> Damn right. I might take New Zealand. New Zealand. Feed. Oh, I would definitely take New Zealand. I got even money on New Zealand. Mm. It's beach plum. Yeah, I don't how know is what it? the beach part is. It's just plum. 
but plum okay. is my favorite of I think all fruits. Hell, it's really? my favorite vegetable. Yeah, but it's got to be those really dark, dark, dark like the like the the flesh very dark on the inside. Those okay. ones. Have you tried prunes yet? I mean, I'm sure I've had them at some point. Um, because they're just not dried what, plums, right? They're plum yeah, raisins. Not, but then, yeah, then they're. I don't want that. I I want the juice. Okay. I want that juicy experience. I want to feel the skin snap when you bite into them. Mm, that juice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is the the natural casing they like to to put them in. Man, I love a plum in a natural pork casing. That's good, nice. Good encased fruit. Solid snap. Um, last time, and last time I mean the last episode, you were talking about space D and D, uh, and oh, yeah. I heard that when I was re uh, listening to the episode, making sure all all the edits went went great, and they did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I caught myself not saying, "Hey, wait, space D and D." Describe yeah, that dude. more. <laughs> space D and D. So you know, I'm friends with a uh, a bunch of the old D and D guys, basically all of them on Instagram. That we, you know that we used to play D and D with, yeah. And, and Dan, I won't say his last name, but you, you know oh, Dan, nice, yeah. He posted a, a picture of something that was just like cool artwork of a game called Lancer, and he was like, you know, probably gonna start playing this next week. And I was like, that looks like a very cool game because it was a bunch of like mechs, you know, just like robot guys. And I was like, what game? Robot is that? jocks, if you will. I want to play it thinking I thought it was a video game, right? And he was like, it's not. It's a an RPG, D&D style. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, oh, well. And he's like, no, 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 no. We play them online now. So I'm you're, now. You're now in. Yeah. He, he is my, he's my, I guess it's GM because it's not a dungeon. It's a game. But he's my GM. He's your me. general manager? He's my general manager for me and some me and some of the boys, me and some other fellas. He's got me on a two year minor league contract. <laughs> but got yeah. an option for a third year. If I make the big club, I get the bonus. It's funny you should pick that because my uh, my character's voice, I do just use a Chicago accent as my as my dude, even though it's I think it's supposed to take place twelve thousand years into the future. <laughs> so I'm just you know the Chicago accent might still exist. It could, even though we're on dominate we're like, the galaxy. Yeah, we're in a different part of the galaxy. So yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's just, mechs. Well, uh, I nipped down here. And thought I'd park my spaceship. You don't have a lot of off street parking for spaceships down here, so. Yeah, no, I uh, I had to get some beans, so I was like, oh, hey there. I'm going to take some of these beans to prepare for the mission, and uh, then I'm going to get inside my giant <laughs> robot over there, and uh, we're going to go shoot some some guys. We're going to try to rescue some some people crashed and uh, go try to bail them out of there, and uh, say, maybe we should all suit up, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Who's on the away team? Huh? <laughs> Any Bears fans on the away team? All right, all right, you know the Bears. <laughs> It's very fun because everyone else is doing traditional like, and then I I will shoot him in the face kind of voices, you know, like I I blast a hole in you kind of. Everyone's everyone's yeah. tough and cool, and then I'm coming in, Get, getting real English lit with it. And then I'm Budge Harbinowski coming on in here. How's it going? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's it's nice. It's oh, I hear you guys got some aliens. All right, let's take care of them aliens. And uh... yeah, you know, we're. we're, we're we're actually shooting space Nazis, if you can believe such a thing there, Jimbo. 
They 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 wrote Nazis Spacenet. still exist in twelve thousand. They're not. No, they're 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 not called Nazis, but like they're space fascists, and they're, they're national socialists in space. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we uh, we had to, we had to, we had to go out, out there, go out there and regulate. It was nice. And without hey, discussing regula- ahead of time, are you guys agents of the government or are you independent parties? Because kind of kind of both. We're kind of independent right. contractors yeah. hired by the government for this mission. However, I like this one bit. We wrote our backstories without discussing them with each other, and almost all of us are anarchists or communists. Okay, <laughs> two of you have Which the same. Very ex- funny. All right, good. I yeah. mean, there's there's five players in one nice. DM, and all basically all five of us are like. Actually, no. There's one guy who's just kind of playing like a uh, a dude who was raised very like a. Uh, experimental war program kid kind of guy very like uh oh they hit him with Ender's, uh, yeah kind of a deadpool enders game type guy uh but the rest of us are like yeah we grew up and saw poverty and now we're communists slash anarchists <laughs> and none of us had we talked saw that ahead wealth of time is maybe not the greatest thing for yeah. for all of life so now we suit up in mech suits and shoot nazis together and it was a fun t- we've done it twice and it's uh it's been great fun nice yeah. Fascism in space. Uh, stay with me here, but like, uh, spashism? Ooh. S P A C Yes. Yes. You, you, you spashist? Damn spatsies? Yes. Spatsies and they're, they're space fascists? Universalini? Um. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> Comitler? Comet? Comet? I don't know. I'm trying to think just other space bodies. <clears throat> Um, Jupiter Stalin. <laughs> Nailed it, bud. <laughs> but he's yeah, he's more the head of a communist state. I mean, he was a dictator, but you know, we'll, we'll take yeah. it. Uh, that he he really blurred that line between fascism and communism. Third Reich from the sun. Is that <laughs> <laughs> Now see. See that that's a joke that everybody can enjoy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's got <laughs> Holocaust. It's got everything. Ooh. Ooh. That beach plum. But yeah, so that's space D&D. That's what I've been calling it nice. shorthand to, to people because it's easier than than describing it in long form. Yeah. Well, thank but, you for uh, describing it in long form. Because I heard dude, space D&D and I was like, you should probably know more about that. <laughs> yeah. It's great fun. If you uh, nice. have any interest in uh, joining in, we could probably make that happen. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hell yeah! But uh, and then and then former guest and current friend Brandon reached out and was like, "Dude, uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's the Diablo two reissue remaster, whatever it is. Went yeah. on sale. Maybe it's still on sale for it was like twelve bucks. Nice. So I bought that." And uh, I downloaded it literally while my sister was napping in the other room while she was here. So I obviously haven't gotten to play yet because she left yesterday. And even though Brandon was like, just make her watch. I don't care if she's visiting. Just play with me. That's um, a very Brandon <laughs> move. It's like, I know yeah. you have guests. I know you see your sister like once every like year and a half or whatever. But like <laughs> with the last 24 hours you guys have together, why don't you make three of it? You playing Diablo 2 with me. And and, and like it's a it, it's one argument. of those exactly. It's one of those ones that you're like, 
you know, I re- really could. And you start pulling out the cords and cables, and you're like, I, no. <laughs> it's like, no, wait. I was, I was like, no, I'm going to leave He's... it at installing and getting the drivers set up and all that stuff, making the Battle.net battle. account. I'll, I'll just do that. I'll just do that. I'll just do that. He's like the devil on your shoulder that has slashed the tires of the angel. Like, yes. like he already he already knows he doesn't have competition. Like telling you not to do this. It's your own inner. It's your own conscience. Exactly. Dude, yeah. I was I was battling that demon just before the call because when I opened up the computer, the Battle.net fucking app that was like you just successfully <laughs> oh, yeah. installed Diablo two was sitting right there, and you hadn't texted me yet. You were like, I'm gonna set an alarm. And I'll be good to go anytime after 9.30 your time. I'll be awake. And I sat down at the computer like 6.20 my time, so, you know, 9.20. I was like, I'll just plug in the cables and get all that ready. And when I, like, unlocked the, you know, like, from the lock screen, I just was looking at it. And I was like, well, I got at least, like, 10 minutes. You know, I can. I can. And I, was like, no. I, can I could pop in the new Trist tram and see what's going on. Because the, the, the main problem is that I have to read my Italian homework well she's just like reading a book in italian because i didn't do any oh, of that yeah, either another sister was horrifying book to read this one's not horror actually well <laughs> i give you doesn't the, have as many overarching horrifying plot elements so the whole town I'll, doesn't have to kidnap a boy and keep him in a well I'll, let me get your take on this so it's another it's another crime thriller thing we open with a guy operating a snowcat, you know, like one of the groom, the trail groomers for a ski lift up there. So we're in like northern Italy in like a small ski town. And uh, he's, he's you know, sucking on a flask of a little bit of whiskey. He's smoking a couple of doobies. He's listening to some song in Italian that I don't know, but apparently he's very popular. And uh, his boss is like, his boss Luigi, classic boss in, in Italy name, calls him up on the radio there. And he's like, hey, why don't you go on home? But uh, take the shortcut through the trails over here. Don't go down the main trail because the dudes are gr- the other your coworkers are still grooming that. And it'll fuck up the lines. And he's like, all right. And he goes through the shortcut and he's like, oh, shit, I think I just hit a rock. And he gets out and he did not, in fact, hit a rock. He hit a man and exploded him with the <laughs> the blades Ooh. of a snowcat. So that is so. So, so he <laughs> did what what the snowplow wanted to do to Jeremy Renner. Yes. <laughs> so there is the gore of them describing the man who has been hit by a snowplow and then has to get put back together by a coroner. But other than that, um, we did just discover a trailer full of Senegalese immigrants being shipped from the Netherlands to who knows where. Um, but they were to alive. Italy. It's a it's a peninsula like the well through Italy, unless they're going like, back to Senegal. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know where they were you going. Get on a How'd boat. How they get to the Netherlands? <laughs> like who knows? But uh, we we discovered just them. European pinball. That's what I that guess. is. But uh, yeah, you know they're alive. It's not like The Wire. You know, that's what okay. I was ready for. I was that's ready good. for yeah. season two of The Wire. Yeah, where and, and then an Italian have, Jimmy McNulty comes in and it's like, well, actually, they were on the Swiss side of the border. Exactly. Really yeah. trying to stick his lieutenant with it. Yeah. And the Italians so, are like, no, we love crime here. We'll, we'll, we'll not solve this here. Well, the only reason they found the immigrants was because one of the the lead detective in the area had gotten a tip from his buddy who came to town that there was a, tra- a tractor trailer hauling some marijuana coming through. 
And so they, they, they originally were just going to pull over the truck and steal the weed, you know, and pretend, ah, you know, just be, just be corrupt cops. <laughs> and then they discovered 60 Senegalese people and weed and a shit ton of plastic explosives and AK-47s. Oh, man, that's a party bus. That, that's not a I, sh- that's not immigrants. That's dude. That's a good I gotta time say, waiting to happen. I got to say, I, I, I'm still reading, you know, like we've just discovered this and the the fucking the the old grizzled detective who's been corrupt for a while had to bring in like a new young guy they needed like a third you know and so the new young guy handling this situation extremely well he's like all right here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take these senegalese people into that guy's house over there because they're freezing to death so we're gonna get them warm then we're gonna cut into the rest of the truck see what we got in here they cut in there that's when they find the weed and the explosives and the AK-47s, and he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do now. I'm going to drive these immigrants to where they were going originally because they probably have something set up down there. I'm going to head on down to Torino, drop these guys off. Then I'll drive back up here. Then we'll call it in, and we'll just say, oh, no, we found all these explosives and guns, and you will have already left with the weed at that point. And I was just like, this guy. This guy gets it. This is a guy. Is he taking any AKs for himself? I mean, get yourself a little bit of plastic explosive, sir, because you got a plan. You got a plan. They did have. They. I will say they. They did have to have something uncomfortably racist in the book because it's an Italian book, and they delivered on that. Uh, yeah, it was a container full of Senegalese people coming through their country that are like, we are not sure where they're going, but they do not belong here. Like that, you you already got there. Oh no. That I mean, sure, yes, also that, but <laughs> I know dr- you're going the, further. The, but <laughs> the drivers of the truck, there was a blonde Dutchman and an uh, and, and a black gentleman who they implied had, you know, an accent, meaning he was probably from Africa. And then they both just run, the one guy headbutts the cop and they run off into the woods in the snow and they start to chase him. And then you're reading from the perspective of the main grizzled detective, and he's like, ah. Why am I doing this? I'm a fool. You should never get into a foot race with a black man. And I was like, come on. Come on now. Don't. Yeah. Don't don't, don't write that. Like, And then don't make me read that. Now yeah. I have to read that. Don't do that. I I mean, there's there's some black guys who I definitely get in a foot race with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess Even if you're Italian, you just, yeah. if, if, you're, if you're Italian, you're just like, f- uh, like fuck it. Like, we're just racist. <laughs> Like all of them. Yep. I, I, I don't know. But uh but yeah, so considering how low my bar is for a, an acceptable Italian book, this one's pretty good. It's got okay. mild ra- mild racism, possibly sixty immigrants being killed. I'm just thinking um, of well, and- yeah, the other racist stuff the cop could say, like, of course he was wearing a tracksuit. It's like ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, buddy. But yeah, and then uh, one mutilated guy. But a creative way to mutilate a guy. I've never heard of Death by Snowcat before. <laughs> Jeremy Renner almost did it. <laughs> you almost heard about it. Yeah. How's he doing? Is he? I I is know he... he was tweeting like a couple hours after he lost a significant amount of blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still tweeting like a dick. He took a selfie like a couple days later, and it was yeah. a rough photo. That was that's yeah. not good. Yep. <clears throat> well, just watch I, out, Matt Damon. It is still winter, so like 
stay away from the plows and the the, the heavier snow blowers and the the you know the equipment. Like just what's that? Maybe stay inside. Go south. You've been to the hospital a few times. I have myself. What's that urge some people have to take a picture of them in the hospital? What's that? Take a picture of themselves? Yeah, when they're like, hey, I'm here, but I'm okay. And it's like, no one knew you were there. Because so, like, you're like a conceited dickhead who has your phone in your hand while you're in a hospital bed. You and I would not have a phone in our hands when we're in hospital beds. If we have like IVs and hospital gowns on, we're fine with our phone being away from us. Yeah, we'll we're take whatever that. they put on the TV. <laughs> We're watching The Rock. We're watching Pacific Rim Two. We're watching <laughs> that's the good one. Van, we're watching Van Helsing. Just whatever is on the TV. Which yeah. I feel like hospitals play the same movies as mechanics and barbers. Yeah, not all the good Harrison Ford movies of the nineties. You get all the bad ones. Yes, you get Hollywood Homicide. <laughs> of course, the first DVD I ever had. How, how, how could I forget? <laughs> I remember. I believe I I sold that. I'm 90 percent sure I sold that, and uh, I think I felt bad doing it because you should. Grandma's going to be disappointed yeah, you, in me. Yeah. And then your grandma was like, "You get a good price. All right, let's go buy some weed with that money you made." Oh, there is no fucking way she remembers <laughs> that she ever ever gave me a <laughs> yeah. DVD, let alone that <laughs> a specific one. Nice. Apologies if you can hear my dog freaking out. No, we've got. Really. Uh, We've got new neighbors on, on the other side. We used to have those old people, and they moved out, and they were doing a bunch of construction. And now we got new neighbors, and uh, they're they're very nice people. But Yeti was only used to having action from one side of the house. Not the you know, the other side was silent basically. Okay. And now that now there's like people coming. You move. Now he got stuff. a three front war because the street's always a, a war zone, right? <sighs> the street the street never sleeps, but Yeti yeah, does. Okay. Well, man, uh, it's not it's not that bad, uh, but definitely a little worse than the 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 pet that Joan was sitting, and I guess I helped her her sit. We were we were cat sitting for a Siberian. Now, hang on, which is, is the cat Siberian or the cat's owner is a Siberian? I think the cat's owner is like Mexican American. Okay, so the cat is Siberian. It's a Siberian. It's not. I don't. I don't think it's from Siberia. I think it's an American okay. Siberian. <laughs> Okay, uh, is that a recognizable type of cat? It's like, uh, would I know it's it? It's as fluffy as the Maine Coon. It's just, uh, I don't know, more stripy and gray. Uh, more Asiatic looking. Yeah. That's a cat. I've seen these. Exactly. Yeah. That's just like a fluffy kitty. But this cat was silly. Uh, you All you needed to do was hold its little face brush, and it would brush its face on it. And that was the only thing it liked. All right. So that was that was real easy. I mean, they had medicine that Joan had to give it, and uh, I was so happy that I didn't have to. She was like, "Help me run interference with the cat." And I was like, "You mean hold the brush?" Yeah, I'm doing that. I have yeah. for like hours. Yeah. How was the? How did you have to administer the medicine? Uh, like all cat medicine, it came in like a a dropper that you had to drop into its mouth. Okay, look, I don't, I don't know how you take care of cats. I didn't know if you had to put it in its butt or something. I. Uh, Sometimes medicine like, goes up. I feel butts. like any any animal suppository, like you and that animal, aren't going to be on the same like same page ever again. Like anytime you enter a room, it's going to be like you're going to do that again. Like I do not trust you, and yeah. I'd be that way with people as well. Like yeah, oh, absolutely. 
We have to give Yeti medicine twice a day currently. He's got his, his legs all fucked up again, so he's back on the gabapentin. And he's great. We just put it right on top of some peanut butter on a spoon, and he just exactly. snatches, it right, yeah. snatches it right over there. But what's funny now is that he's, I think I've mentioned before, he's not food motivated, but he does like peanut butter. So you, you can like pour kibble in his bowl. He doesn't give a fuck. You can put, like put the bowl in his face. He doesn't give a fuck. So once he's like snoozing, we, we give it to him right before bed and in the middle of the day, but the, right before bed when he's usually sleeping out in the living room. So we got to wake him up and get him to come in the kitchen. Oh man. To eat, to eat the peanut butter and then send him straight to bed. Which yeah. That's is the, the whole ordeal. The so, well, so, so he, he, he might well, know now what up. I do is as I lean around the corner from the kitchen and look out in the living room and I, I call his name and I just hold up a spoon. I haven't done, it's just a spoon at this point. There's no peanut butter on. I just hold up the spoon. Yeah, you're conditioning. And, and he comes a hustling and then we have fully Pavloved him. He does not drool like for a, for a Mastiff. He doesn't drool. If, if we're on a walk, like a long walk, or if he just drank water, you know, there'll, there'll be some, some yeah. drool. But otherwise, I mean, they can be a very drooly type of duck. He doesn't have that. It's great. However, he... There will be a puddle from where he is standing while I prepare the peanut uh, his peanut butter <laughs> while nap. you prepare a peanut butter and a, a pill, man. Yeah, that's that's gotta that's gotta be some fast drool. Uh, yeah, and and it's since it has to go through his giant jowls, it's like a delay. So like even once he started eating, he just continues to drool for a while. It's like me when I get sweaty. I'm like. Still actively sweating an hour after I'm finished doing the activity. That's oh yeah, he is that's a drool. Uh, I I heard it on Seinfeld this past weekend, watching re- reruns, waiting for a wedding to start. Uh, but uh, I took a shower and it didn't take. Is the is the takeaway <laughs> there? Like when you I take like a that. shower after the gym and you're still sweating, it's like it didn't yeah. take. Yeah, I've had that conversation. Actually, I mean, I haven't had that conversation with Reagan in years, but for the first few years we were dating, um, we were both like doing quite a bit of running at that time. She like trained for a marathon pretty early on when we were dating. It was one of those things where we'd like finish a run and she was like, don't you want to take a shower? And it's like, I, I mean, yeah, but like I got to wait so much longer. You go take one. You've stopped sweating like a normal person. I'm, I'm going to hang out here in this non-absorbent chair for another cool half hour. And then I yeah, you, shower. Usually when I was biking to work, people were like, oh, yeah, if you bike in, you can take a shower after you bike in. And it's like, um, no, I'm going to be I'm gonna be sweaty after I bike in. So, like, I'll take a shower at lunch if you really want me to shower at work. But, like, but no, I'm not I'm not going to shower after I bike in. I'm going to probably change it to some clothes and I'm going to stink up for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I've told you my fucked up shower schedule now because it's like I... I Work out at work, and then I'm sweaty till like lunch, and then man, who cares? But well, then I get home, walk the dog. Do you sweat dinner. that much when you work out? I mean, I know you. I know you're hitting like PRs and shit, but still, depend depends on the workout. If I'm doing like high rep squats and deadlifts and shit, yeah, I'm gonna be just okay. a wet mess. Yeah. If it's mostly bench arm stuff, like bench and shoulder press, doesn't get a lot going, but the high rep squats will get me there big time. Now, have and you then, thought uh, about sponge baths? I have a an unscented wet wipe situation. It's a different brand. It's like you know, wet wipes a name brand. But uh, you know, okay. I, I, I towel, towel myself. Towel I take, bath. I, I take yeah. a whore's bath, as they call it. Okay. And uh, but yes, yeah, whore's like, bath uh, might have just been like pits drop, and slits, dumping perfume all over you. 
Yeah, that's pits and slits, as they say. Okay. But uh, yes, yeah, so, so so by the time I'm I'm done my my day's activities, now it's like 9 p.m. It's like, well, am I going to shower right now and then just wake up and work out first thing at work again tomorrow? That seems like a waste. So I don't shower that night, and so then I repeat that process the next day. I usually shower. Yeah, Tuesday. we're Americans. We shower once a day. Unlike I do not, Frank no, I Sinatra, sh- who I sure showered like four times a day. Dude, I shower like twice a week. <laughs> and I good. I, if anybody says anything, I just say, "Look, California's in a drought," which I don't even think is true anymore. Nice. But I just say that. That's the way I away. wish I could live. Two showers a week. Yeah, yeah. But ne- the only part now that ever feels this- dirty is my face. My face yeah, feels exactly. dirty. The rest of me feels clean as hell. Now that my hair is this long, like it, you you would see it. You know, yeah. honestly, you can probably see it within like a day, where it's just like, "Ooh, you should really wash your hair." <laughs> yeah. You just don't want to get to that point where you're like getting your head wet in the sink to try to trick people into thinking you showered. (laughs) (laughs) Walking out of rooms in a towel, just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, that was a a doozy of a shower, man. I really love showering. I guess the strangest thing would be to run the shower, hot water, get it all steamed up, just never get in, and then then do the exit with the towel around you. Like, yep. Just changing your clothes, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's my shower stuff. Nice. And now you know. Knowing's half the battle. And now it's just power. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, dude. You got any? Uh, you got anything else? I feel like. Uh yeah. I mean, you know, I a lot happened to me like <laughs> the weekend before. Uh, I was the only white guy at a at another party. Fuck! You texted me about that. That sounds yeah. One one a game roles, of dominoes. Roles were reversed. Yeah, and and the host uh, won a game of beer pong. So like we really really traded dominoes and beer pong on that one. Take take that stereotypes. Yeah, take exactly. That. No, I, we played five games of dominoes, and I won one, and one other guy won the other four. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I think everybody else was like, "All right, I'm kind of tired of losing." Like whether it's <laughs> to either of these guys, but I'm, I think I'm tired of losing. Let's stop. Four, let's go. Four out of five play the feels, party. Yeah, four out of five feels statistically significant. That feels like somebody really knows what they're doing. Even though yeah. it seems like a very luck based game, <laughs> it very much is. But there is some strategy, and Joan was definitely fucking with the other guy who lost uh, equally as much as her. Nice. Yeah, where she would have a, a tile. Uh, that that would make it on either end of the board uh, the same number and that you know like one time it was a two one time it was a three and the guy was like god damn it like it, it, everybody had one tile left and he's like you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> again but uh at the party there were a lot of single ladies uh it's a lady who who joan knew one of joan's friends was hosted it but um <clears throat> it was somebody's birthday and yeah, a lot of single ladies dancing around, but Joan uh, was showing me all the wardrobe malfunctions that were going on, and I was like, Joan, you've shown me like two full racks here, like between all the <laughs> nip slips I've seen like, over the last hour and a half. It's ridiculous. Wh- what? <laughs> that was, I, some ladies, I guess, were real single. So they're just dumping them out. <sighs> Pretty much. They like the button downs nowadays, and uh, you you don't have to button all the buttons in a button down. Sure. Yeah. All right. 
I dig it. That is not bad. Look, I mean, movies provide a trailer to see if you're interested. This kind of feels like, you know, you're walking through Costco. Someone's like, you want to try a little sample of this sausage? This little this little mustard. We got some mustard with it. It's a hot mustard. Yeah, we have a four cheese plate over here. And I have I have samples of each of them if you would like. I feel like that's the nudity equivalent of like a movie trailer or a Costco sample. Not that I'm comparing women to meat. Yeah, because you, cause you really can't tell from a camel toe. Like that's <laughs> it's it. I mean, it's hard to tell what it actually looks like. <laughs> oh fuck! Nice. But then I also went to a wedding where I didn't see a whole lot of camel toe. Uh, was, you you just didn't see, or you did did see? not did not okay. I feel like that's not a common occurrence at weddings. I feel like that's pretty. I know. I know. Yeah. So it was a real juxtaposition of weekends. Because, yeah, the wedding was sweet. That was uh, our old bud Tom in in D.C. Hell yeah. Congrats to Tom if he listens. I don't know if he does. but uh, Definitely uh, my dad uh, found out about his wedding from this podcast because <laughs> I was talking about the bachelor party that we went to. And uh, I uh, got the invitation. And he was like, who the who the hell are these people? Because they didn't put last names on their invitation. Uh, sure. And then it had a website, and they were looking, and they were like, who's the girl? I guess we you know the girl, because you know, Tom's got a beard now, and he doesn't look like he looked like when we were 10. Because He you know, didn't recognize Tom? That's the way. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, that's uh, good. not to pat ourselves on the back, but like... We are, we are an informative podcast, after all. Absolutely. We bring you the news so that you don't have to. Exactly. Or something. Exactly. Something like that. We report you fall asleep to our dulcet tones. Speaking of which, I got some breaking news here. Uh, the triple Hit meat me. Totino's pizza rolls yes. have like six meats in them. I was eating it, <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's clearly pepperoni. That's clearly ham. Like, if you want to call it ham or Canadian bacon, that's fine. But then it also had, like, chicken and something else in there. And then I looked on the package, and, yeah, it just kept listing meats. I don't know if they're, like, a mix and match box or whatever. But the three meat, triple meat Totinos have more than than three meats, I swear. That's crazy. I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought you were going to say the triple meat Totinos have just one meat. Like, like, not unlike. It's pepperoni, but it's made of three different meats. Well, you may remember the Italian BMT combo from Subway, which probably still exists, but that was all turkey. Really? Yes. Because it was turkey, salami, turkey, pepperoni, turkey, gabagool. You've got it. It's going to it's gonna plaster your insides or whatever you said that the guy said. Spackle. Yeah. <laughs> Spackle. Spackle. But yeah, that was, uh, I don't know if it still is. But back in the day, the Italian BMT, which I'd, I've went years not knowing what the BMT was. And we lived across the street from a subway. So I ate there, not irregularly. And I, I it was the Big Meat Trio or Big Meaty Trio. Yeah. That's a good abbreviation. Change that to BMT or just straight up abandon the name entirely. Yeah, because it's, cl- it's not bacon, mozzarella, and tomato. I spent. I was like, "What the fuck is BMT?" For and I ne- never was going to ask. Of course, you can't admit defeat like that. Uh, you can't ask questions of a subway employee and expect to get a straight answer. 
I would never ask in a question of any employee if I can, you know, given the option. Yeah, they they should be asking the questions. Yeah. They go, I ask the questions here. Would you like a bag? Uh speaking speaking of questions, um uh we we were driving back from the DC area where the wedding was uh this past Sunday to the Boston area and stopped at the James Gandolfini rest area on the Garden State Parkway, renamed from Montvale. Fuck yeah. 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 James Gandolfini got it in. Larry Doby got one. Larry Doby uh, has like a shitty one, though. I feel, I kind of feel bad for Larry Doby. Cheesequake has one. So Cheesequake? There's a Cheesequake on, I believe, the Garden State Turnpike. Uh, no, New Jersey Turnpike. No, Does, Cheesequake is the Garden State one. Yeah, but it's the Parkway or the Turnpike. Oh, it's, Garden State it's Parkway, the type, I mean. The type Sorry, of road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the Garden State Parkway. That's got cheesequake on it. Yeah, that has Larry Doby and Jan- James Gandolfini on it. But uh, yeah, the the guy at the Annie Ends and James Gandolfini. When I ordered a plain pretzel, he was like, "Wait, you want that one? Oh, okay." <laughs> like the plain pretzels are are like you know in the cabinet and and like they have to kind of make the other ones like the pepperoni guy they have to put cheese and pepperoni and heat it up or the sh- sugar one they have to sugar they only have plain ones available and i was like yeah one of those yeah just hand it to me you ass <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm not the I, one who made it you fucking made it i can't tell if if the like the you know rank and file blo- employees who are dealing with the public at this point or just fucking with people just to just to fuck with people. Like I hope knew so. It, we knew it went on at some level, but now it's like, all right, we know you you're making peanuts and and for garbage food. Like we, <laughs> I don't need to be here, but like since I am, like, can you can you just mess with me a little bit? It's like, <laughs> oh wait, you wanted the thing that that you basically wanted the easiest thing to order. You're a bitch for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm still I'm still going to make you question that decision. I hate that you did that. You suck. Like I mean minimum wage employee, but like a top level management like <laughs> comedian. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, uh, what else what else were you up to in the past couple weeks? Uh, I went to uh Kelly's Ro- Roast Beef that had one of those Coca-Cola dispenser machines and my god, you can get peach cream soda. The Coca-Cola Freestyle, absolutely. And then and then you can get cream soda Coke. Like, they have a flavor of Coke that's cream soda. So I don't even know about that. That, that <laughs> it seems like that went too far. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, one of the guys I worked with at Marshall's used to be a Coke Freestyle tech. Like, he would travel around and install slash repair them. And so the only place <laughs> you could really get from where we uh, worked in the bill. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I can tell you have questions. No, I'm just thinking like, all right, you know how you can make any color with red, green, and blue? Like yep. the TV pixels? Yeah. Yeah. Are there only three syrup packets in the Coke Freestyle? No. So there's a lot. However, okay. you may have noticed you, not every syrup is available with every soda. You may have seen that in your in your selection process. So. I have- there was a uh, firehouse subs was like the only place we could get to on our lunch break. And even though we could barely get there in time because it took about 20 minutes in the building for us to go from like where we worked to big the building, parking big lot. parking lot. Yeah. Massive. It had like something like seven miles of conveyor belts inside. It was insane. 
But uh, so you'd hustle over there, get the sub, come back. But while we were there one time, he showed me where you ran, you touch random spots on the screen. Like there, it's not where buttons are. It's just specific locations, and that would open up the service window. And then you can, co- then you can combine any soda flavoring with any soda. So you could do like nice. you could do grape root beer if you wanted. Like you could go because yeah, you got to prime the lines when you change the syrup. Yeah, you could go buck wild. It was great. And uh, I remembered how to do it for like a year. And then I stopped going to the Firehouse Subs. And I just didn't have a Coca-Cola Freestyle in my life for a while. And I've since forgotten how to do it. But uh, boy, I love those machines. They're great. Yeah, I don't see them enough. Yeah. I will be returning to that Kelly's Roast Beef. I might not even be getting Coca-Cola Freestyle. Uh, I might might be ordering a alcoholic beverage because I can. I like a cherry mellow yellow or a peach mellow yellow. Ooh, no, Ooh. I'm hu- I'm hung up on the the barks and the Coca Cola flavors because the barks has adding, the cream soda. Yeah, yeah, adding flavors to those is nice because like if we're if we're accepting that mellow yellow is basically Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew has a bunch of flavor varieties already, you know. But like root beer and Coca Cola, pretty much you got like cherry Coke, and then occasionally you'll get like a vanilla root beer, but that's about it. And so when they really just blow the top off that and let you kind of pick and choose, ooh, yeah, lime root ooh. beer sucks. Did, did you? Is that real? I took that a shot sounds of awful. It. I took a shot of it. Okay, that does not sound good. Yeah. Now a cherry lime coke. That's yeah. Probably, that's probably, all right. That's probably, that's probably nice. Cherry lime rum and coke. Yeah. Uh, that that's a lunch beverage. Now we're talking. Now we're gonna make the news. Damn right. Hell yeah! Right. Well, uh, yeah. You got any other? You got you got any other adventures before we uh, before we call it? Uh, real quick, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Th- this is Take like two sentences. Take your time. <clears throat> all right. All of the good parts of Rocky Two are from Rocky One. All of the bad parts of Rocky Three are from Rocky Two. That's that's <laughs> one thing I learned cat sitting. That should be the front and back of a T-shirt. It's, it's succinct. <laughs> Um, it's too important to be on a bumper sticker. Yeah. And I uh, love Mickey too. There's some great Mickey lines in Rocky too, but like really, really just an all around bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I seem to be stuck in like 1984. I love for, it man. for movie watching. I love it. Masters of the universe and, uh, Rocky two and three. Who knows? Maybe I'll get around to Beastmaster. <laughs> Or Phantasm Two. <laughs> hey, if we're if we're talking sequels, Pacific Rim Two is a real piece of shit. You should watch that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Did they make uh, a a Battleship sequel? Because I'd be into that. I remember enjoying Battleship and how fast and loose that played. Uh, I don't think they did, but let's manifest that. Yeah, As Rihanna people. was in it. She was, and she's back in the news. Nice. What'd she do? Like, um, Super Bowl pregnant. Oh, okay. That's what I got. Nice. That was my word cloud for, for her. That's your SEO? Yep, Super Bowl You hear pregnant. me, AI? Yeah, search this. Now advertise me a bunch of Rihanna stuff, dick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, you got any advice for anybody who wants to announce their pregnancy at the Super Bowl? No. Uh, 
I think clearly <laughs> the move is not to announce it. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.